0: Tēnā nō my hide welcome to the Femporium, your one-stop podcast for all things femme and sci-fi and fantasy lit. I'm your host, Tori, and today I'm talking about I Shall Wear Midnight by Terry Pratchett. If you're tuning in for the first time today, stop, go back and listen to the previous three episodes – because this episode covers the fourth book in a series and this podcast is chock full of spoilers. Now, having said that, I want to try something a little bit different with this episode and the next one, because the books I'm talking about are a little bit more recent, so I don't want to do too much spoiling and because the next episode will be about Shepherd's Crown uh, and that is going to be a very emotional read Um, and I know a lot of people who've been putting off reading it for feelings reasons so yeah i'm I'm just I'm gonna try something a little bit different. Uh, if you've listened to previous episodes and you want me to do more like this one, let me know. Now, I shall wear midnight, published in two thousand and ten. I thought that I hadn't read this before, but as I got into it, I realized I had. Um, But I only vaguely remembered it, so uh, it was almost like a first read for me, which was kind of cool. Now, Tiffany is 15 years old now. She's got her own setting back on the chalk, getting on with the business of being a witch. And this book takes a very dark, very adult turn very early on, and it is very, very different to the previous three books. So this one, it starts out at the local country fair. It's bright, it's sunny. People are generally having a great time, except for the part where Tiffany totally isn't jealous and weird about Roland's new girlfriend. But it's, you know, it's a nice day. Everyone's having a fun, a wholesome family time. And then very suddenly, just all pretense of chill is gone and it's kind of everything I love about YA as a genre and and this book just gets right to it and I think I have talked before in previous episodes about why I love YA novels so much good YA anyway Um, as a means of exploring very huge stuff really big heavy topics in a way that is safe Uh, for young people to interact with those things and this one it just it pulls no punches it's right in there it's it's tackling domestic violence and bad marriages and mob justice or small-town justice saving people from themselves and making really really fucking hard calls not just for yourself but on behalf of other people and it's kind of that that uh, that moment where you look around for an adult for the first time and realize that you are an adult. You're the adult in this situation and you're the one who has to do something about it. And you're not really sure when you made that, that transition from being looking for the grown up to like, Oh shit, I, I have to deal with this. I'm the one who's, who has to step up right now. Um, and that, yeah, this book really, really takes that. And from and that's been present in the other books, but this one just really, really turns the dial right up. Now the, and that's kind of like the big bad of this book is that, um, you know, making those tough decisions and and shit getting real. The the big bad is the, the, it's represented by a character called the Cunning Man. He's this man with no eyes who hates witches and spreads hate through fear and I thought it was really kind of neat that he was called he's called the cunning man and is a kind of witch hunter because a cunning woman used to be another name for a healer or a witch so he's kind of a foil for Tiffany in a way and not just in his naming but I think also in his appearance he he has no eyes Whereas one of Tiffany's like main skills, one of her big talents, is her first sight. That is, seeing things for what they really are. So the cunning man preys on and inflames people's natural fear of witches. Which Tiffany acknowledges right at the beginning, before we even meet the cunning man. She knows that a lot of the respect or deference that she gets from people actually comes from fear. She knows things and can do things that others can't. A lot of it isn't magic magic at all. We've talked about this before. It's just specialist knowledge, which is in itself a kind of power. And some of the things that she sees and knows and is required to do as a witch are... secret things, things that people don't talk about or don't want to talk about. So there is a bit of mystery about what witches do because people don't understand what they're doing. And people have an unfortunate tendency to fear what they don't understand. And I think compounding that fear is a bit of a lack of curiosity, um, a reluctance to try and understand, and a willfully short memory, Uh, writing up my notes for this episode and checking back over the pages that I bookmarked, there's a passage where Tiffany recalls an old woman who people assumed was a witch. Her house was burned, her cat was killed, and she was dragged out into the snow, ignored, and left to die by her community, or what was supposed to be her community. Tiffany went back to where the old woman had lived and planted beautiful flowers so that the place couldn't be ignored or truly forgotten. And people noticed, but nobody talked about it. I wasn't sure what I wanted to say about that part when I bookmarked it, but this morning when I read it again, it felt particularly relevant in light of current events um in the news at the moment both the domestic news and international, I I keep hearing phrases like our darkest day. And it's not to say that various events that are happening aren't bad, but to use an example that's close to home for me to refer to the removal of violent protesters from parliament grounds as one of our darkest days as we approach the three-year anniversary of the March 15th terrorist attack on two Christchurch mosques, feels off. But this kind of thing keeps happening. Something awful happens. It might draw a lot of attention. People will point out how awful the thing was, and they might use very superlative language to describe the thing. Time passes. Another awful thing happens. And people use the same superlative language again, which by very definition says this is worse than that other thing that happened and all the previous things that happened, which is not helpful. A lot of people are so desperate (laughs) to move on from bad things happening, bad things that have happened, so averse to unpacking bad things, why they happened, what we can do to prevent the same or similar things happening again, that they somewhat willfully forget. Ensuring that the same things will absolutely happen again. And that's a lot of what the cunning man is and what Tiffany is facing in this particular story. This is why I still read YA and recommend it to other adults when I find good ones. And I think that's where I want to leave this episode. I know that was really, really short. That was so short. Um, But I think that like that is the biggest thing that I that I really got out of this episode and I mean, sorry, out out of this book and I don't. There, there are definitely other things in there that really um, stood out to me, but yeah, I wanted to keep this one a little bit shorter and not get too into the details, because I, I want you guys to read it, and it is, I mean, it's been out for 12 years, but I mean, relative to the other books that I've covered so far, it is a lot newer, it's a lot more recent, so maybe there are some people who haven't read it yet, and I want you to, and I don't want to spoil it, so... If you enjoyed this episode, you can rate, review, and subscribe. You can do that on most podcast streaming platforms. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. I am at fem underscore podcast on both. That's F-E-M-M-E underscore podcast. Um, I've taken down the Patreon for now while I'm not able to create episodes regularly, but I do write, record edit produce all of this on my own so in the meantime if you'd like to keep the pages turning you can shout me a coffee and i believe there is a link to do that on my twitter account so thank you for joining me and i will see you talk to you next time and we will wrap up tiffany's chapter um with shepherd's crown in the next episode okay bye